722. Joining us now in our studios is Northfield's Chief of Police, Mark Elliott. Good Chief, morning, Jeff. Thank good you morning, so much listeners. for coming in today. Yeah, good to see you. You have, we got some things to talk about. Uh, we were talking right before we have, uh, once again, a, a Carlton student doing some job shadowing with us uh, this morning. Kenya Cooper is her name. And we were talking about the, uh, you've got something new on, on your uh, uniform there, the body cams. We have talked about that for, for quite a while now, last couple of years, last few years, actually. Uh, now they are actually a reality. You have them. They're in place and in uh, working. Tell us about that. Yeah, we've been using them for about a week now. So, yep, new piece of equipment on our uniform. You'll see all of our officers have them attached to uh, the front of their uniform and we'll be using them when they're out on calls. And this was something that you mentioned we've been working on it for a couple years, but it was approved by the city council as part of the budget last year. Um, And we had a public hearing this year as required by state law, um, rolled out our policy, took input um, from the public on that, and then we took delivery and did the training last week and rolled them out uh, well, a week ago yesterday. All right. Have they been well-received by officers and public? Um, they have. Uh, you know, it really, it's a way for us to meet the public expectations for accountability and transparency um, and provide an independent witness for officers doing their work. Um, you know, I think we, we all saw in this past week an example of that in St. Paul mm-hmm. uh, when um, Representative John Thompson got stopped and there were, you know, he made a comment about what happened, and the St. Paul police said, oh, I don't know that that was mm-hmm. how I'd characterize it. So um, the release of that body cam video is a way for other people to see that and make their uh, determinations. Mm-hmm. And certainly in the work we do when we arrest somebody for a crime, um, there can be evidence that's gathered on that. Um, but they're, they're really that independent witness. So it provides uh, that opportunity for other people to look at that video and make make a determination. At the same time, Minnesota's privacy laws protect that data. So it's private data. Um, so you can't come in and request to see the body cam video because you saw those cops at my house yesterday. Um, that's not allowed. It's all private, unless the subject of the data allows that to be released. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a few other exceptions involve police use of force. The law does have the ability to release that. Or for situations where they're... Um, could be useful video to dispel um, widespread unrest or rumors or something like that. Uh, Police Chief Mark Elliott is with us right now. We're talking about uh, body cameras. Let's talk about uh, the logistical side of that. Uh, we, you know, we have talked in the past that that takes a lot of computer space, a lot of hard drive space, and it's got to be sorted and it's it's got to be categorized and everything. Is that? Do you have all the logistical parts? Uh, has that been an easy transition? Uh, Not quite. Um, But as part of um, the work we did with the council in presenting it to them, uh, we presented the information that we need a data coordinator with that, with all the data that's going to come in with that, as well as some other um, pieces that we want to make sure that we're fulfilling for the public um, within the police department. So we do have a staff person in the budget for 2022. um, But in the meantime, we're trying to get by. Um, And we'll do our best to do that and make sure we can meet requests in a timely manner, um, those type of things. And then the classification of the videos. um, So some of that falls, you know, on the officer as soon as they're done with the call to classify the video correctly so it's saved with the right retention and those type of things. And then our evidence coordinator is really having to do a lot of work on that right now, Um, as well as admin. Myself and the deputy chief are spending some time doing that too. But um, we'll we'll do our best to to meet 
uh, the demand that we have for that um, for the next few months, and then uh, hopefully in January be hiring that new person to help with that. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're somewhat limited in what you, you can talk about, but the next question is, 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 have you had a chance to, I guess, use these? Has there been a situation or an incident where you've had to either look back or, or uh, maybe present as evidence in court or something? Uh, you had an interesting case last week where there were uh, some uh, suspected murders on the loose here in Northfield, and you help apprehend the Northfield Police Department and helped apprehend. Have you had a, do you use them yet in a situations like that? Is it, is there everyday usage, I guess? Yeah, there is. And, uh, yeah, that incident you're talking about, uh, I'll touch on in a minute, but, okay. um, that was before we had the cameras and that actually happened a few days before, about four days before. Okay. Um, but the officers activate their body cams, um, on all investigative calls and stops. So if they're called to a suspicious person or if they're stopping someone that they think is suspicious or violated a, a law, they have to activate the, the camera. Um, all traffic stops, they need to activate the camera and then self-initiated activity as well. So if they're going to check a business, um, you know, late at night, checking doors, things like that. So those self-initiated stops or they're checking on a vehicle that's parked in the park after hours. And so they're, they're going to see it's a violation to be in the park after hours. So they're seeing what that vehicle is there for, um, that type of thing they have to activate them for. And then any contact that becomes adversarial. So if our officers are just out, you know, doing officer friendly, making contact with people in the park and something happens or the person they're having contact with it becomes adversarial they're expected to activate that camera um so we have had an opportunity actually already to look at them we had someone who called the other night and was upset that uh the officers had contact with him after he had been asked to leave a local establishment at about midnight um and uh he's like i don't know why they they had to talk to me i left when when I left and said, well, because we got four different calls <laughs> of you causing a problem at this establishment. So um, our deputy chief took a look at it. The officers were polite. They were friendly. Um, they asked him where he was going, figured out that he had left there. He was on his way home and he was off on his way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have that opportunity to go back and look at that. Um, and then we've also had the opportunity. Um, the officers have made a couple arrests um, between then now and so we've been able to package that video along with the reports and the other evidence to send that into the prosecutor to review mm-hmm. all right let's get up chief elliott is with us from the northfield police department let's uh, move on i want to talk about the northfield community college collaboration we i think we talked i don't know if it was with you we've had conversations with different people about the community college collaboration and law enforcement is now one of those and you will i don't know if you're going to be an instructor or you have some uh, an advisor some input on that yeah, so um, the Northfield Police Department was act to, asked to be a partner in this and, and get it up and running, and uh, I think we did talk about it a little bit ago. We thought it was coming, and we did final, finally get approval. Um, we needed approval from the Minnesota Post Board um, to be a law enforcement provider, and then also um, from the state college system um, for Riverland to expand their program um, to partner with the Northfield Community College Collaborative. So the, uh, as you know, the NCCC really helps non-traditional students achieve those college degrees. Um, And this is a way that we see we can help local residents become officers. Um, Just earlier this week, I was at the school board and did a presentation about our SRO program. And 30% of our current Northfield police officers or Northfield Public School graduates. 
So we we love that. We love that we've got a lot of local um, local kids that wanted mm-hmm. to become officers, and we hope to be able to expand that. And by offering this program here in town, it means some of those folks that really would have trouble maybe affording school, um, you know, to move to a different city, have rent there, and that type of thing. Maybe they're working locally or helping take care of their family financially or through assisting with daycare with younger siblings, all those different things. And we think this program is really going to help our force become more representative of our population and hire more Northfielders to become officers here. So we think it'll be a good thing. And the NCCC does have scholarship programs for students of color and for female students. All right, and uh, they uh, to find out a little more about that is that the NCC is that uh, is there a website that they can go to for more information? Yep. Um, so the Northfield Community College Collaborative, if you just Google that, it'll bring you right to it, and uh, the information is on there. In fact, I will leave some uh, information with you, Jeff, and if you guys want to put it on your website, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. Uh, the uh, night to unites coming up. Actually, it's summertime. We've got a couple of events. Crazy days next week. I think that's a week from today. Uh, then the uh, Night to Unite is in in early August, and that's always a, uh, it's not only a, a fun event to get together with your neighbors, but it's, it's also an important event for, uh, uh, I think, the police and a few other uh, uh, city officials and such to just get to know each other. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we like to be at community events. It's a good opportunity for us to be out making sure everybody's safe. There is one of the reasons we're there, but also it gives us a good opportunity just to talk with folks, uh, get to know our neighbors and business owners, and as well as our visitors that come to good things and fun things like Crazy Days. Um, so we'll be um, at Crazy Days. We'll obviously be hosting uh, Night to Night on August 3rd. So um, any folks that want to have a party in their neighborhood, um, they can go to our police department page or the city website, city Facebook page. We have information on how to sign up. To be a party, and if you register, um, not only is there uh, gift bags with fun activities for kids that they can use, um, we'll deliver those a week before, but then also uh, we'll make sure that our officers know that you're having a block party and we'll stop by. Um, we usually get help from our partners, uh, the fire department, the ambulance service, they'll help out and stop by some of those parties too. Um, and it's really a good opportunity, to, it's meant to get to know your neighbors. Get to know your neighbors so you know who lives around you, you can make those connections and really um, look out for each other. Um, that's how we make our neighbor neighborhoods safer. Yeah, I've hosted a couple of those, uh, and uh, it is a great way to meet your neighbors. I didn't realize how many good people I live <laughs> around. Oh, you, you, you don't you don't see you see their house, and you know maybe you have opposite hours at work or something. But uh, coming and going, you just don't meet. So it is a good thing, and uh, yeah, they do kind of watch out for each other now. Uh, let, let's talk about the uh, the homicide that happened. Uh, we kind of alluded to earlier this week. It was in Dakota County, Greenvale Township, just uh, north of uh, Northfield, uh, which is n- not the Northfield Police Department's jurisdiction, but uh, the... Uh, the suspects came to Northfield afterwards, and that's uh, where a couple of them were uh, captured. Uh, it, it kind of walk us through that incident uh, that night. Yeah, Jeff, as you mentioned, that, that incident happened in Greenvale Township, so it hand, happened in the jurisdiction of the Dakota County Sheriff's Office. Um, but I've talked before a lot about our community partners um, and our neighboring jurisdictions and how we work really well together. Um, so uh, the incident happened uh 
at a, a rural home uh, off Foliage Avenue, and a neighbor went to check on a victim, that a neighbor that he hadn't seen recently. I thought it was kind of odd he hadn't seen him around in the last day or two. And so he went over, knocked on the door, and shortly after knocking on the door, he noticed a couple guys running away from the house through the yard, um, like out a back door. And uh, so he became concerned about that and called one of the other neighbors, and one of the other neighbors then saw these two males uh, jump into a vehicle, uh, which he thought was actually the homeowner or the victim's vehicle, and he called 911 right away. And I want to pause there just for a second and say, yep, he called 911 right away. He didn't wait. He knew it was suspicious. This isn't right. These guys don't live there. I know my neighbor. There's something wrong. And he, he didn't wait. He didn't you know, call two other people and say, hey, what should I do? He called right away. And that was instrumental in this because that call went to the Dakota County Sheriff's Office. They aired that information of a possible burglary, maybe involving um, the, the victim's vehicle. They gave a good description of it. And that information, of course, got passed on to us right away. And then uh, one of our officers, uh, Dave Jandro, uh, Eagle Eye Dave Jandro, spotted that vehicle uh, driving on Highway 3 just a few minutes later. And uh, he went in, turned around on it uh, to stop it, and they fled from him for uh, about a mile and then uh, ditched the vehicle into a parking lot and took off running. And there were three suspects that that were in the vehicle at the time. Um, He was able to catch one and then... uh, Dundas uh, officer Wade Murray was working. He was able to catch another one, um, and a third one got away that night. Um, And some folks may have got the Everbridge alert that we put out. We had a pretty good description of that third suspect, and so we put that out um, so people could be safe. We didn't know what we had at that time. At that time, we knew we had a burglary right away. Um, And then when the officers got to the house uh, a little bit later to check, they then determined that... uh, that they found the victim deceased. Um, and the information has come out, it appears he was bound um, and then also assaulted or beaten um, while he was bound, and they were looking to uh, burglarize his home. Um, so the investigation was handled by the Dakota County Sheriff's Office, um, but we certainly assisted um, them quite a bit that night and then in the coming days, too, with some leads and tips. Um, and then um, that led to not only that third suspect, but his girlfriend that had been involved but wasn't there at that time. Um, and the two of them were apprehended in Montana earlier mm. this week. Uh, once again, Police Chief uh, uh, Mark Elliott is with us, and we're talking about the homicide, which happened last week uh, in Greenvale Township. Uh, and everybody has been captured. The, the, all, all suspects have been captured, and they're now uh, being held in uh, in custody. And you, a couple of things, though, I wanted to mention uh, when you're going through that story. Officer Jandro, that's a Northfield School District product. It is. Uh, <laughs> recognize that name from high school sports many years ago. And, uh, and also Everbridge. Uh, Folks, uh, I think most people now are familiar with uh, Everbridge, but that is a uh, that's something that everybody should know about and use. So, give us kind of the uh, the elevator speech on what Everbridge is. Yeah, Everbridge is a community notification system that we use uh, here in Rice and Steele County. Um, it's run through our dispatch center, um, but all of our departments and jurisdictions and cities can use it for community notifications and we use it for quite a bit we use it for snow emergencies in the winter we use it for weather emergencies 
I was logged onto it yesterday, watching as the storms were coming, whether mm-hmm. or not they were going to come here, if we needed to put something out. And then uh, also for those community notifications like we had there. And we used it that night. We don't use it for every time we're looking for a suspect. But in this case, um, it was a rather serious crime, obviously, that we we're looking for. And we had a really good description. Um, if we were just looking for you know, a male in a hoodie, we may not necessarily put that information out because it's just so hard. But we had a good description. He had a rather unique look with longer hair with the ponytail and shaved on the sides that we were able to put out. And we knew an area um, where he was last seen. So those type of things, um, we worked through our dispatch center and our supervisors are able to put notifications out so the community can help us to find people that we're looking for, but also so they can keep safe. And mm-hmm. if they see that, they know this is, if there's, this person's knocking on the door, maybe I don't want to answer the door and I'll just call 911. And and they can uh, folks out there can register for that uh, those notifications at the uh, the city's website and is that that's in the police department uh, section of the the city's website? It is. So here in the city, we have it. Uh, on, if you go to the city website and go to services, um, it's right there on the police web page on the, on the left side. There, just go down um, citizen alerts or community alerts, and uh, then you can sign up for that. Um, right through that website or the rice county emergency management page also has a link to the same thing and then within that system you when you when you register you can choose what notifications you want to be notified if you want you know tornado warnings um but you don't want a thunderstorm warning it's up to you you can choose which ones you want to opt into chief we're uh, out of time anything else you'd like to mention before we let you go no you mentioned a couple other community events and just uh we got the rice county fair coming up mm-hmm. july 21st to the 24th too we'll have some of our officers out there um you know if you see us come say hi all right chief thank you so much for coming in today certainly appreciate it and uh we wish you uh, a good month of uh, july and august we'll talk to you next month Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. And Kenya, good luck with your studies. (laughs) Northfield Police Chief Mark Elliott. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN Northfield.